0: This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. Hi everybody, I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is with Bill Fenley, who's entering his 23rd season as the Iowa State women's basketball coach. With just one senior playing this year, Fenley will depend on some young players to get his take on a talented freshman class and his very optimistic outlook on the coming season. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Bill Fenley. Well, Bill, before we talk about basketball, let's talk about football because there's a big game with Texas on Thursday night. And I was talking to Steve about this last week, about the impact that the football program success kind of has on his program. Do you find it, too, with women's basketball that when football's having some success and drawing these big crowds that it helps you and some of the other sports in the athletics department as well?
1: Oh, it's a dramatic help. Um, I think the, what the football program does and, and uh, the environment around it, so when people come – and they see uh, the enthusiasm of the fans. They see the the way everything is done, the the marketing, the everything that's surrounding a football game at Iowa State is is a and, and a lot of it's that's our kids or family's first impression of our university from an athletic standpoint. And um, and and the other thing I'll say too, John, is the staff is amazing. I mean, anytime we've asked the staff to do anything, talk to kids or whatever, they do it. So. The football program is obviously one that, that and when you, especially when you're on national TV and you have success of any kind. So uh, we're very, very fortunate. It's a great environment to, to showcase your, your university, and uh, it's always uh, fun to take kids and their families to the games.
0: Let's talk a little bit about your team. You've had some early workouts and then practice will really get going in, in full gear here in just a few days. Uh, what are your early impressions of this team?
1: Yeah, John, I think the first thing I'd say is it's probably a team that's that's closer uh than any team we've had in a long time uh the culture's good uh, they have worked really hard uh, like any team it's a new team and there's things we have to do but as far as the way they've approached uh what they need to do every day I could not be more pleased uh we had a great summer uh Cassandra Beyer CB so if I ever say CB everybody knows who that is our strength coach has done a great job and, and she's done most of the work in the summer, in the fall, uh, she gets six hours, we get two in the fall. But our workouts have been good. Uh, I think everyone's excited about uh, getting practice. We start October 2nd, so uh, we'll, we'll be getting it going pretty soon. But uh, uh, as far as the enthusiasm, uh, the, the way that they're coming about, uh, doing their business every day, I couldn't be more pleased. Are there
0: players that you've specifically seen a lot of growth from uh, in the off-season?
1: You know, I, I think everyone wants to talk about Bridget, and that's obvious, and, and Bridget every year gets bigger, stronger, more mature after all the stuff she's done with Canada basketball. But uh, for me, I mean, the, the two people that jumped off the page were, were Meredith Burkall. Uh Mare looks different um, acts different, uh, she's a junior now and she's had, uh, done a great job. And then, uh, AD, Adriana, uh, came back and I think is, is at a different level of maturity and, uh, confidence levels. It's, it's, it's one thing to come to college as a freshman. It's another thing to come to college as a freshman from another country and so it wasn't just adjusting to iowa state it was adjusting to everything that goes in around she still struggles with the food i think but uh uh, but those two i think uh, john i think if you showed up today and watched us work out those would be two that you would say oh okay i like where they're going and um you know every kid's been a little bit different but uh, i would say those two and certainly with bridget have, have been very very good early
0: and in the case of bridget and adriana camber Uh, the opportunity to go play some internationally this summer, represent their countries. How valuable is stuff like that when they come back to you? Do you you sense a difference sometimes in the way they come back to you?
1: Well, yeah, you do. I think with Bridget, it's uh, the level of competition. um, You know, she's and she played all over the world. And, uh, you know, and I think for her, too, she wasn't the best player on the team. You know, she's got to earn some stuff, and, and you know she's the youngest team, youngest member of the national team, so she probably has more of an affinity for her teammates that are fighting for a minute. So from a leadership standpoint, I think that's good. I think for AD, it was a confidence thing. You know, she struggled last year at times, and I think she went home. Uh, she had a good summer. Uh, she was a very good player, you know, on a, on a team that's not world-ranked, but I think played a lot, did a lot, and I think came back just feeling, okay, I, I'm – I know, what, I know what I can do, I know I can play, I know I can contribute. And sometimes um, just getting back into a comfort level helps a kid and, and, and certainly getting to go home and see your family. But uh, both of those kids have benefited from that experience and hopefully it'll show for us uh, this winter.
0: You mentioned good chemistry. And I, I, I know there's some years where you have more of a senior laden team and then there's other years where you're trying to mix youth and veterans. And this is one of those years. What's the most important part of that process to to take the different personalities, the different ages, and kind of blend it all together and get it to the point where you want it eventually during the course of a season?
1: Well, I think the, the number one thing for me has always been uh, appreciate the opportunity to play at Iowa State. Um, and I think the other thing is understand your role. Um, basketball is – like I tell our kids, offense is not equal opportunity. If you get mad at me because I'm calling plays for Bridget, sorry. Um, uh, that's just the way it's going to be. And, and, and you have to identify your role within the team. Uh, we have some new faces, as you mentioned. Um, but I think everyone understand what, what can I do to impact success on a daily basis. That's what, where we start. And um, the choice that you make to come in and you control your own effort, you control your own enthusiasm, we're not going to coach that. We don't believe in that. So how do you – what do I do best that that correlates with the person next to me? And, you know, so uh, I'm a passer, I'm a rebounder, I'm a scorer. And the teams that can, can put those pieces together uh, are the best teams. And basketball is a unique sport that – uh, you have to play offense and defense, and you have to be able to do it within the confines of a structure of a system, and and do it with people that have some experience and s- different skill sets. So uh, I think that uh, our, our players understand that, and that's what you, that's why practice is so important early. And uh, every coach is always preaches patience with the fans and the media, and stuff like that. But I think for our team there will be that growing I think I think basketball at Iowa State in general will be that way. I'm sure Steve probably will say the same thing. We're gonna see, you know, see a lot of new faces. But that's exciting too. And I think that the excitement that our fans have of, of following certain players and the amazing guys that played on the men's team and the Shauna Johnsons and Jada Buckleys of the world now you're going to see new people and, and hopefully grow and, and get the same affinity for them that they had for those kids and uh, do the same kind of things that uh, hopefully all those players did in the past.
0: Do your expectations for those young players change over the course of a season? I mean, are they different this first day of practice than they will be in uh, middle of January?
1: Absolutely. Um you know when you play a game there's not a big light flashing above your head that says freshman um you know you got a uniform on um and you go to play texas they don't feel sorry for you, baylor uh and you're on a scholarship like everybody else so i mean early the adjustment of the pace the tempo um for me it's just the time management of going to college practicing traveling uh, dealing with disappointment i tell our players uh, the, when you're a freshman, the first week of practice is harder than any game, any season you've ever played. And then you get to February, and they're looking at you like, are we done? And you're like, no, you still have six weeks to go, maybe more. So uh, I think that's what the good ones want. And, and, you know, they want to be challenged. They want to be a part of it. And for our team, uh, Maddie Wise, Ray, John- you know, Ray Johnson, Kristen Scott are freshmen, uh, but they're going to play, and and they need to play well. And and obviously, they play well when the experienced players around them play better too. So it's not just them, but uh, that's a big part of it. And, and hopefully, we'll practice hard enough and, and put them in positions to be successful. And uh, they'll have their moments, but they're all good kids. They're all very talented and I think can can do some good things.
0: You mentioned that they're good kids, and I know that last year as we talked about that class a lot on the Colin show and things, people are always excited about who's coming next. And you you were excited about the skill level for those three, but I think it seemed to me that you were even every bit as much excited about the kind of personalities that what they were and what they might bring to your team in that regard.
1: I, exactly. I, I really, John, and I don't like to say most or whatever, but... I think this, these three freshmen, and then I would put Brydie in there as well uh, as a Juco kid. I don't know that we've had a group of kids more excited to be here uh, that came in as invested as these guys did. Uh, and I think that's a good thing. I, I think that, that that will bode them well as far as the work that they put in. Uh, the time that, the, that they put in, the, the way they interact with their teammates, the way they assimilate themselves into the Iowa State way of doing things. Uh, they've been exactly what we'd hoped they, they were. Uh, they've already impacted, you know, the success of our team off the court, and now uh, hopefully they can impact it on the court. But uh, they've been everything that we thought, said, hoped. You know, all the little stars by their names and how everybody rates them is all great. And it's an industry in and of itself. But at some point – you got to show up and go to school and play basketball. And all four of those kids are doing that, and uh, I think our fans are going to get to to know them, number one, but certainly uh, are going to enjoy watching them play.
0: As fans watch this team play, what will the style of play be with this group? And you you kind of have to adapt to different skill sets and things like that. What do you expect from this team?
1: Well, you know, I I think uh, some of the stuff people won't be able to tell a lot of different, but I think we will play more players. Um, I think we'll be deeper. I, I you know, we're gonna dress 12 kids, and I would say, John, if we had a game tonight, 10 or 11, we're gonna play. Um, that's kind of unique for us. Uh, little things where our offense will change. we in the past. We've had a, a dominating point guard who, who, who handles the ball a lot. Um, believe me, I spent a lot of time watching Fred uh, with George, and and what Steve did with Deontay Burton. Not that our kids are anywhere near that good, but it's not gonna be. You know, jaded with their hands on the ball all the time or our point guard running off ball screens all the time. Uh, There'll be more dribble handoffs, more spacing. Uh, We'll invert our offense and post guards up and bring big guys away from the basket. So uh, there'll be some nuanced changes. I I don't know that we'll change a lot of stuff. Hopefully we're playing as hard as our fans deserve. I hope we're still going to shoot the three a lot. Uh, We got to be a better defensive team. Uh, We're not going to be a Lockdown, shut you down, kind of team. But we got to be better, and especially end of the shot clock stuff. We got we got to guard a little better. Like to see us offensive rebound a little bit better, and I think we can do that because we'll we'll play some bigger guards. So, you know, I don't know there'll be a ton of stuff different, but for those that have followed our team closely, you'll see some maybe some unique or or subtle differences. But uh, at the end of the day, it's about playing the game the right way. It's about playing the game. Uh, the way our fans deserve and, and what they've expected out of Iowa State teams, hopefully uh, uh, in the past and when they'll continue to feel the same way in the future.
0: How much does uh, Maddie Wise's versatile skill set help as you're trying to do some of the things you just mentioned?
1: Uh, it helps a lot. Uh, I, I told Maddie uh, when we had our very first meeting, uh, I hope you're ready because you're going to play everywhere. And and she's like, okay, I'll try. And we literally, John, we haven't even – had one full practice and we've worked her at everywhere from one, two, three, and four. Uh, we will be a positionless, numberless team. Um, and and I sometimes that's a challenge, but I think it's exciting too for the coaches, for the players. Maddie Wise is a baller. Uh, that kid's going to play. Our fans are going to love her. She plays. She does every drill as hard as any kid we've ever had. Uh, I, I think she's, she's special in a lot of ways. And uh, she's a kid that is going to impact our team. And uh, if we had a game tonight, she'd start. And, and that's, a, that's a big compliment to her, uh, her family, her, her high school coach, who who got her ready for this level. But that kid's going to be fun to watch, and, and it's, uh, it's an honor to have her at Iowa State.
0: Speaking of honors, uh, Angie Welly going in the ISU Athletics Hall of Fame this week. Uh, nobody ever has been more deserving of that honor than Angie Welly uh, Edinger now. And um, what's neat for you is this is the fourth straight year that you'll be at a ceremony seeing one of your former players go into the Iowa State Athletics Hall of Fame. That's pretty cool. Uh,
1: it doesn't get a whole lot better, John, to be honest with you. And, you know, the, the term Hall of Famer is, is really special at Iowa State. Uh, you look at that list of, uh, of people who've impacted our, our, our university, you know, whether as athletes or as human beings and, and the success that they've had when they left Iowa State. And Angie's one of those people. Uh, what she did as a player here, Uh, and now what she's doing in her life and and the way she's impacted people. And uh, she loves Iowa State. I remember talking to her uh, after I found out she was getting in there. And we really didn't talk because we were both crying, and it's hard to have a conversation. But we've been texting nonstop for about the last week. She's coming in Wednesday night, and she's going to stay through Sunday. And uh, this is going to be a great thing for her, her family. Uh, I think all of our fans who who really kind of – fell in love with Iowa State women's basketball, did it when Angie was playing, and that crew of kids and and the way they've impacted it. So uh, uh, she's uh, really looking forward to coming home, and uh, it'll be a a fun experience for her and her family. And uh, like I said, it it couldn't be uh, more well-deserved.
0: It's going to be a fun week, and it's going to be a fun season. Looking forward to watching your team play, Bill. Thanks for taking some time.
1: Thanks, John. Go Cyclones.